0: Greetings, Cap fans, and welcome to episode 80 of the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Verbanis. And as always, I am joined by the best gosh darn co host out there, Mr. Bob Lucius. Hey, Bob. Party on, Bob. Party on, Rick. Caps word. World. Excellent. Excellent. Swing, <laughs> oh, Party time. Oh, yes. A uh, little Wayne's World there.
1: Oh, that's good stuff.
0: That was good that, stuff, right? That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. So why are we doing Wayne's World? Well, uh, if you have been paying attention to the other episodes where we're covering Captain America Iron Man miniseries, you would know and that would be Episode 71 and 75 or 76 uh you would know we do buddy movie quotes in the beginning because hey you know we're covering some buddy buddy comic books today so this time we thought we'd go with wayne's world <laughs> I don't know. it's good stuff man i got a funny story about this right so hmm? so back when that movie came out i'm gonna guess 1990 mm. I'm, I'm gonna guess 1990 yeah, right, I, yeah. um I grew up in Delaware, right? Born and raised in Delaware. And I was at University of Alabama uh, on a national student exchange, me my, me, and my girlfriend at the time. And we were there and we went to uh, the movies when Wayne's World came out. And we're sitting there in this movie in the heart of Alabama, right? These two... Um, Mm carpetbaggers yankees yeah right we're sitting there and uh all of a sudden i don't know if you remember this scene from the movie where wayne is showing slides from his trips over the over the time and he's like a slide would come up and he'd like here's me and such and such right and then here and he's excited about it and here's me and such and such then here's me and such and And then there's a there's a a picture that comes up of the indian river inlet in uh near bethany beach delaware Uh right (laughs) and and he he doesn't say anything and he just (laughs) kind of has his look on his face like (laughs) you know? <laughs> right, and then and then so there's complete silence in the theater, and I yell out, "I know that."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome!
0: Yeah, that's, that's uh, awesome. every time I think of Wayne's World, I think of that. <clears throat> Rick, have right, you so- seen?
1: Have you seen those? Are you familiar with the progressive like insurance commercials?
0: Yeah, yeah, with, sure. You know, with the professor. Well, yeah, but the ones with the
1: professor who uh, teaches uh, teaches people not to become their parents.
0: Oh, that's not progressive. That's uh, isn't that progressive? I thought it was. Another, no, I thought progressive was like flow. I know that. I think they have a couple different. Like no, uh, no, there's a different guy. Sticks. All right, but yeah. Anyway, I yeah. love those commercials. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. yeah it was, hey, just, hey, you, hold on. The marketing guy here is going. I love those commercials. Uh, I couldn't tell you the brand.
1: Oh, I know that's a problem. I guess right. I know, right. Yeah, but he, he. They just had a new one come out. Uh, Going to the movies, right? And it has, uh, and I, I, I just think uh, this is me, right? Because it's, it's like everybody's like clapping, and he's uh-huh. like, nobody who made that film is here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I've done that.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I tell you what, man, I am totally my dad. I, I you know, oh yeah, we're, we're, you too. we the the cars, you know, starting to back up, and he's like helping. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, he didn't. He didn't ask for your help.
1: I'm like, like, that's totally me. Yeah, yeah. Those commercials are spot
0: on. Oh my God. Aren't we? We are totally turning into our parents, aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah, that's scary. But it's true. It is. Um you know, but I'd like to think, I'd like to think, Bob, you, me, many of our listeners, we're still immature. We're we're still still you know it. We're still at 15 year old at heart. You know it. (laughs) Right. You know it. You know. Uh my uh I I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> um but I think uh my 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 ex-wife once said because she knew I had a love for comics, uh-huh. um, but she had said something to the effect of um that I was uh emotionally uh, stunted. Uh, because of my love for comics Uh oh thank you very much yes (laughs) like like somehow uh that i um you know wasn't wasn't growing out of my my adolescence yes
1: Yes. um i'll take that as a compliment yes (laughs) i know right (laughs) um
0: but but anyway it's hard
1: it's hard rick to grow up it's hard to acknowledge uh you're growing up as well we're doing passport renewals uh-huh. My wife, my wife filled out my passport application, and she came in uh, the other day and asked me. She's like, "What color should I put down for your hair?" And I said, "Brown." <laughs> <laughs> that was her reaction. Right? She's like, "No, I, I don't <laughs> think so."
0: <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about the time where I went to the uh, the motor vehicle to to get my new license? <clears throat> and I don't remember if my old one was lost or whatever but you know they have on file your old one and your old picture Mm -hmm. and so this was um maybe like four years ago something like that it was shortly after i shaved my head um and became a Mm -hmm. a bald man yeah um and (laughs) the woman looking at the monitor looks at me looks at the the old picture looks at me and she goes Wow, times have been tough for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, just take the damn picture. (laughs) Oh, I know we have a lot of listeners
1: that are sympathizing with these uh, with these stories. uh, So, yeah, you know, we're all getting older, folks.
0: You know, Jimmy Buffett, who who I love. I love Jimmy Buffett. um, He's got a song. I'm going to paraphrase, but it's uh, uh. I'm growing older, but I won't grow up. There you go. That's why we're here, folks. That's why we're here. And that's why you're listening. So, um, yeah, we'll be getting into Captain America Iron Man number five to finish out the miniseries. Uh, And for those who are playing at home, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in episode 71, Bob and I miscalculated. We were like, oh, it's a six-issue miniseries. We should break this up into uh three parts so we'll just do two two and two and then the previous one which was uh episode 76 um i was like hey bob yeah there's only five issues
1: so yeah. anyway
0: here we are yeah. we're back
1: even the pros make mistakes
0: yeah <laughs> are we pros yeah we yeah because we, we we're, up to, we're up to we're up to three figures on the listeners bob there you go yeah uh but we got a lot to cover today before we get into uh issue number five you know we uh we mentioned this in the last episode and people are i think a lot of people came back just just for this one reason only bob and you know what i'm talking about don't you it's the winner of the contest for uh the um the the five star reviews, right? Yeah, right? we finally we finally banged them out. We sure did. Uh, back in September of 2021, uh, we we said, "Hey, we're going to give away three what would Cap do challenge coins uh, to to we're going to pick three of the next ten that give us a five star review." We didn't quite realize it would take this long to get to 10 but it but but we thank those who, who did it and mm-hmm. uh and and so uh we're just gonna uh randomly pick three three winners here and uh we will send out a what would cap do challenge coin uh that we hope uh you would uh appreciate and endear and um all right so bob i'm going to pick here and uh, going into the magic hat. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So exciting. Winner number one is KDF021. Oh,
1: KDF is one of my favorite Fs.
0: Yeah, I know of all the Fs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, And they wrote back in October 20th, great fun show about CAP. So, short and Frank, sweet. kdf 02. no that was their title they had oh. a, they yeah. have more bob
1: oh.
0: <laughs> 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 all right it's quality, quality over quantity you know yes yes next next one next one was is, uh this one was done in february and it was uh rl sharp 77 nice and the title to their review was a star spangled podcast And then the last, are you ready, Bob? Yep. Number three is going to be Glover M25.
1: (laughs) That's just so great. I'm so happy to hear that.
0: Glover M25 gave us a review also in February of this year. And uh, they wrote in their title, excellent Captain America podcast. So, Mm -hmm. all right. um, uh, KDF, RL Sharp, and Glover Send me an email to capcomicfans at gmail.com. That's capcomicfans at gmail.com. And send me your address, and I will go ahead and send out to you your very own What Would Cap Do challenge coin. And if you didn't win, but you do want the coin, you can get information on how to how to get that on our website go to captain america comic book fans.com and on the uh the bottom of the of the main page uh there's a little area there that talks about the the various premiums we give out uh to thank our our um our patrons so you you can always sign up there and uh, get your coin that way as well
1: the only way to get it folks
0: yeah, there was a guy on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, the other day uh, because I had posted, you know, here's a picture of, of the people we're mailing out to. And one of the guys posted, I'd rather just pay you $15 for it. And I'm like, sorry. No can do. They're not for sale. Mm-hmm. They're merely gifts. So there we go. So, Bob, was there anything else we were supposed to do? Oh, no, no Rick, podcast. I just can't, I'm, you know, I'm just I'm trying to
1: think, I'm racking my brain here, uh, I can't remember if there was anything else,
0: hmm, all right, well, maybe we should just a, get to the comic, I feel though. a
1: song in my heart, though, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. how's, <laughs> how, how's that going, <laughs> All right, fine, Bob. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So for those who may be not aware, um, back in January, Bob and I uh, realized we both had the same goal of losing 10 pounds. And so I said, hey, let's motivate each other. Let's have a like a, a competition. And Bob's like, love the idea. Let's splendid, Oh, boy. Let's do it. Let's and, do it. Yes. And uh, we made a wager. And the wager was the the person who loses 10 pounds first picks a song for the other person to sing. And then, you know, not the whole song, like 30 seconds. You know, we're not going to kill our listeners. Uh, and we had some fun with this over the course of several weeks. Then Bob uh, decided to, uh, would you have an amputation? What did you do to, to, to get the extra five pounds that you, you couldn't get? Like an amputation, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was a colonoscopy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, right, right. And then there was a little bit of controversy. Uh does that does that really the 10 pounds you were trying to lose? Um, but you know what? Uh, we 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 put it up, we had a little uh poll on the Facebook group. Uh the people spoke. Uh apparently um, you know, uh Bob's Bob's more beloved than I am. Uh so uh Stings a little, stings a little, Bob. But, but oh, it that's sure okay. Did,
1: it sure did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, I, but before before you get any further into this, Bob, I'm just curious, how you doing on that weight loss? You know, I feel pretty good. I haven't weighed myself. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You suck. You know, I'm up to six pounds, Bob. Good for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah, I'm up to six pounds off.
1: All right, I'll tell you what, Rick. I'm gonna. You know what? Because because I love you, brother. Uh huh. When you hit ten pounds, I'm going to sing you a song. Oh no! Oh, I am uh, really. Oh, I am. It's it's going to be a celebration song for you.
0: Do I get to pick it? I don't know.
1: Maybe <laughs> we can we can examine that. But I feel like I feel like you're going to deserve a
0: reward. <clears throat> I got to tell you, now I'm now I'm more motivated. You know, that's great. Thank you, Bob. Such a good guy. He's a good guy. No one, everybody likes you more than me. All about the team. <laughs> All right, Bob. What song did you pick
1: again? I believe it was Wind Beneath My Wings.
0: Mm, yes, yes, I believe it was. <clears throat> All right. Now, Bob, you know I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a professional, amateur, or even like pseudo bad singer.
1: Yeah, nobody would ever have mistaken you for a professional.
0: Yes, uh, I am. I'm not very good. So I'm going to just tell everybody right now. Um, you, normally, I don't do this, but you can go ahead and fast forward a minute.
1: Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes just so I can enjoy this.
0: Oh, no, no. You're going to want to watch this. Bob. <laughs> you're going to want to watch this. I, oh. I have a little.
1: Oh, a little flourish. OK,
0: I do. I do. Maybe, Bob, maybe I'll I'll put a, the clip of this video on the facebook group
1: oh people will love that
0: we'll see how it goes yeah,
1: we'll have lots of listeners in. yeah you know,
0: i tell you what uh to our listeners on the facebook page when i post this uh podcast on the facebook page in the comment section you can tell me if you would like to see a video of me singing this song and you know hey if people demand it i'll do it i'm a giver bob
1: the fans have to
0: speak i'm a giver although my doctor says i'm a carrier (laughs) oh okay are we ready hold on let me take a sip of water got a little backup music here bob going in cold folks (laughs) Did you ever know that you were my hero? And everything I would like to be. I can fly higher than an eagle. Because, Bob, you are the wind beneath my wings. might have appeared to go unnoticed, Bob. But I've got it all here in my heart. <laughs> I want you to know I know the truth, Bob. Of course I know it. I would be nothing without you. Did you ever know that you were my hero? Yeah! You're everything I wish I could be. Yeah! I could be higher than an eagle. Because, Bob, you are the wind beneath my wings. Rick, I I swear to God, I
1: closed my eyes for a minute and I thought I thought I was listening to
0: Neil Diamond. Oh, that's lovely, Bob. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were really channeling. (sighs) All right. I apologize now to everybody out there, including the dogs um, (laughs) who are howling right now. And I also apologize that you will have this song stuck in your head for the rest of today.
1: Beautiful. I feel like I got a little I don't I, I'm sure it's just something in my eye. It's not a tear. It's I don't uh, something.
0: Well, I'm glad you uh I'm glad you enjoyed that, Bob. You uh you I, I would say you deserved it or earned it, but that would be a lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I was at I was at a, I, I, I I I'm taking a class on how to be a better professor. It was the last meeting tonight. And I went there, and and the partner that I usually sit at- I was going to say,
0: like, Bob, you're not there. Yeah, I I was at a
1: table. I shared a table. You know, we were in groups, and the guy that I was uh, in my groups with, another professor, was uh, in a little bit of a sour mood because he had prepped for his colonoscopy today, and he got there, and they canceled it.
0: They canceled the colon.
1: Yeah, they said, oh, yeah, we can't do it today. Can you come back next week?
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Right. I know, right? So oh, that's really shitty. <laughs> uh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you are on fire tonight, man. Oh. Oh. All right. Shall um shall we get to the comic, Bob? Let's do it. People All are right.
1: probably uh, very uh, enthusiastic about us getting into the comic now.
0: <laughs> I pretty much think yeah. they are. <laughs> All right, Bob. So for Captain America Iron Man number five, this came out in March of 22. It has a cover date of May 22. And uh, the creative team, same as before, I believe. So we have the writer, Derek Landy, penciler Angel Anzueta, who's also inking this. The colorist is Rachel Rosenberg, letterer Joe Karamanga. And the editors are Caitlin Linwet and Alana Smith. Now, the uh, solicitation for this particular uh, issue says, the time for the final showdown has come, but nothing is as it seems. As Captain America and Iron Man race to stop the cataclysm that Veronica Eden has put in motion, they realize that they may have missed a few red flags elsewhere. And an innocent person is about to pay the price. So on the cover here, we have another beautiful Alex Ross cover, which features Captain America and Iron Man. Um, In this case, uh, it is from looking below, it's looking from below, uh, peering up, as uh, a lot of times Alex Ross does. And I think it's it's a way to kind of show uh, the characters, you know, heroism, their, um, their strength their power right looking up to them almost like gods um so you know it's it's uh, something that alex tends to do um and we have iron man uh who is kind of hovering with uh his uh little fire coming out of his you know jet boots and a little repulsor ray kind of coming out of his his hands to kind of balance him and and his um, it's in a night sky with uh, some white clouds and then we have cap who appears to be perched mm-hmm. on the top of a city building uh, you know, almost on a kind of a Batman or daredevil pose mm-hmm. with his shield front and center
1: it's, just, it's gorgeous Rick mm-hmm. that cover it's gorgeous I mean yeah it's it's, it's almost photorealistic you know particularly cap uh, just the face and and the And uh, everything about it just love
0: this cover, man.
1: All right. See, I'm working on my emotiveness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep working, Bob. (laughs) For the for those who don't understand what Bob's talking about, we in our conversation prior to to this, Uh, he was trying to give a review of something, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty good. (laughs) It's, It's interesting." Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, now Bob's a little overdoing <clears throat> it. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> it's it's hotter cold. I blow hotter cold. Uh, that's true. What they say. All right. I'm going to read the recap since it has been a few uh, ep- episodes since we've covered this story. Captain America and Iron Man split up. Iron Man returned the injured alien fifty-one to his old teammates, the Paladins while Captain America tried to shut down the technological threat known as the Overseer. Forming a temporary alliance with Steve against their now mutual enemy, Veronica Eden explained that she partnered with the Senator and the Paladins to stage superheroic battles and control public sentiment. When the project's postponement dropped the Paladins out of the spotlight, they reactivated the Overseer with the intent to defeat him publicly. No matter who was caught in the crossfire, a plan that 51 has been trying to foil. But now the Paladins have 51 right where they want him. And the Overseer is about to rain hell on Minneapolis. So I don't know if that was a good enough recap, Bob. So um, mm-hmm. just to remind people from this story, uh, so 51 has been injured. Iron Man and Cap split up because iron man wanted to take paladin somewhere to get medical help he met up with the paladins they said give him to us we'll take him to you know our headquarters which was an apartment because they apparently know how to help him because he's an alien right so iron man decided to do that cap meanwhile freed Veronica eden and they're on the helicarrier controlled by the overseer But the Overseer can't see Cap because why? Captain America is wearing the Hydra Cap armor. And as long as he wears that armor, he can't be seen.
1: Makes perfect sense, yeah. Okay. Good summary.
0: Opening splash. And as we were in the previous four issues, this story has been told from the point of view of one of the villains, Veronica Eden, who is a fun character. Mm -hmm. And she and Cap in the Hydra armor are battling a whole bunch of the Meridians, which are these basically armored robots that are um, really tough to beat. Uh, Veronica is using this particular type of armor that she was going to use as Hydra queen, because remember, she was in a battle with, with Zemo, uh, in for the, for the control of Hydra. And she lost Zemo, Mm -hmm. you know, became the leader. Um, and so she's on something like a, a green goblin or hobgoblin glider. She has a kind of a backpack that has, um, doc ox uh tentacles and then she has as a uh, a killer weapon um the scorpion tail so it's quite the quite the contraption and again from veronica's point of view and i'm going to read this through the next um two pages and then stop and go back and describe the story has Captain America ever stopped and looked at himself in the mirror and thought, well, this is ridiculous? By the way, I don't know about you, Bob, but have you ever stopped and just really looked at Captain America's uniform and went, wow, that is pretty garish?
1: His, his I mean, not what he's wearing now, but what he every wears day to day? No, but Dude, I like, often, I wonder, like, how does he keep, like, How does he keep the the wings from like getting all crumpled, taking it on and off? I always, I often wonder that because I can't even keep like a baseball cap in good shape for more than like a month and a half before it starts to look all saggy and stuff. But I'm Mm -hmm. like, if I had wings on it, like, like, how come, how do they stay so
0: pristine all the time? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've Uh, I've often wondered that. I've never thought that. (laughs) (laughs) But I have i have hmm. thought of how and and in various comics you know throughout the decades hmm. it has been brought up like you know you look ridiculous draped in a flag you know mm-hmm. and we as captain america fans have always just kind of i don't think we've ever given it really a second thought yeah. but every once in a while i'll hmm. i will look at it and go yeah he just stands out like a sore thumb like well, he just yeah you know, here's,
1: here's the thing, Rick, I I, uh, I visit a lot of those Captain America cosplay Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. And what I've always found is um, there there are some people who pull it off. And you go, that just looks great on him. And mm-hmm. then there's some people who just don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, you know, Steve Rogers has always benefited from the fact that, you know, he looks good in that. Yeah, and that's true. He pulls it off. So yeah, that uniform sings with him in it.
0: Uh, You know what? I can't pull off that. would be singing. (laughs) I think I've proven that. Has Captain America ever stopped and looked at himself in the mirror and thought, well, this is ridiculous. Is there ever a day when the sheer burden of perfection threatens to overwhelm him? Or is his perfection enough to provide protection from that particular existential crisis? This is a man who just a relatively short while ago was scrubbed from existence and replaced with a version of himself who wore that Hydra armor happily. Then he returned and carried on, scarcely missing a beat. It's not the man I object to. The man is a good and honorable one. It's what the man can do. And it's how those abilities would manifest in someone who wasn't quite so virtuous. Virtue, of course, being a subjective quality. Are you virtuous, Tony, with how you've treated people, with how you've treated yourself? You're a good man trying to be better, but your arrogance and the arrogance of all your super-powered friends have blighted this world. The rest of us are never going to step up if you and your lot ensure that we never have to. What do you think of that statement, Bob? you know it's 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 interesting you know as you were reading that i was thinking about
1: cap right Mm. um and she does lump cap in with you know superheroes broadly but i mean in the grand scheme of superheroes there are many including you know i mean cap has peak human physical and some would some would say as well intellectual strength as a result of the super soldier serum but he's he's no thor right he's no hulk Mm. he's no spider-man right He's mm-hmm. just a, a super perfected human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet she lumps him in with, um, with, with the rest of them. Um, and yeah, she, I, 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 that didn't strike me in the first few issues, but it strikes me here in this, this speech of hers um, as she's critiquing him. Mm-hmm. He's really not that far, he's, he's closer to us then perhaps he is to thor or hulk or spider-man
0: yeah i could buy that you know yeah i i was i guess was more curious about her statement that the rest of us are never going to step up if you and your lot ensure that we never have to mm-hmm. like our super beings holding back regular everyday humans like us because we're just like we don't need to evolve we don't need to worry about this or that we have these type of people who handle those types of problems for us
1: right yeah well it's a it's i i don't have an answer for that i think it's a valid question right and of course we never know the answer to it until superheroes are wiped out so um so that's yeah a,
0: that's my 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 excuse bob i've got superheroes holding me back that's why i'm <laughs> emotionally stunted (laughs) i have uh, i have cats oh okay they hold me back so Uh,
1: i get a lot more done you know but they spend a lot of time on my lap and i don't want to make them get up
0: yeah all right so while i was doing this uh story on the second page um there's a couple panels going on one is the paladins now where we left off at the end of issue four was they had in the apartment complex uh, 51 unconscious sitting at a table with a pistol in front of them and then they were all kind of like drawing you know who was going to be the one who kills them um, and it looks like prima uh, donna yeah prima donna is yeah. the one now she has a pistol to his head and she looks kind of
1: sad she, did, she looks torn yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely and and um and then other paladins you know vox is standing there you can't really see kind of what emotion he's going through um but then you've got uh uh the prairie girl um pioneer pioneer thank you yeah uh she she looks she looks fret she looks fret with with yeah yeah right and then and then we've got uh you know the globe, dude yeah yeah think tank yeah he's got his back to it like he doesn't want to watch so then we cut over to iron man who is flying through the sky and he's talking to his uh ai boss i want everyone who's not on the top floor of the paladin's apartment building evacuated now sending out automated alerts warning miradon's located Let me know if they get too close. But right now, 51 is our priority. Patch me through to Steve. Tony, I'm here with Veronica Eden. The Paladins, I know. They're the bad guys. They're going to kill 51 to cover it up. I'm on my way over now. They set him up to be the the villain that they could beat so they could stay in the news cycle. You were right about that. No, I saw them as over glory hounds, not this. You've got to stop them, Tony, on it. And there he is flying to the apartment and he's getting to that floor. And just when you think he's about to crash through on the next page, it's actually the Meridians that uh, Boss had warned Tony about. Destroy, destroy Target. And they come through and uh, Pioneer says, what in tarnation are those things doing here? Destroy. Destroy the alien. And just, and just then, Prima Donna says, Wait, they're here to kill 51? Hey, that's fine. You go right ahead. We're not going to stop you. But from behind, in the other sec- uh, from the other direction, don't mind me. Uh-oh. Damn it. Darn just make it painless okay wait what are you guys oh hell and then just then you see iron man holding up 51 steve the meridians are after 51 too he must pose a threat is he conscious just about and then um the uh 51's talking to iron man of course we can't make it out because it's in some sort of alien language he says he made some modifications to your armor steve Use the right gauntlet to shut down the helicarrier's automatic defenses. Wait, you can understand him now? Wait, I can understand you now? And he looks at 51. And then on the next page, we're back to Cap and Veronica. Huh, this is impressive. My HUD just lit up. I think it can override the overseer's control and steer the helicarrier. Maybe crash it into the side of a mountain. Excuse me? Steer it this way, Steve. We're coming to you. Are you talking to me? If you're not talking to me, tell me. Damn it. 51's telepathy works on machines better than it does organics. He's pretty sure he could break into the Overseer's operating core and end this whole thing. Not all of us have those earpieces, you know. What you're doing is pretty beep rude. Sorry, Bucketheads. Looks like I'll be taking all my anger out on... And then as she's firing up against the meridians, um, some short circuits go on her her uh her tentacles and she falls off of her her glider. And just then a meridian's about to come on top of her, and but Cap's shield comes out and hits the meridian in the head and makes a noise, Bob. <laughs> long live the new tech, long live, and then Cap comes uh with his armor because he's flying with the jet boots is there no end to these things you might be invisible to the hero carrier sensors but i'm not they're tracking you by tracking me we should split up you'd be better off alone and miss a golden opportunity to show you the error of your ways you're not going to save me cap i don't need to be saved just because you see yourself as the good guy doesn't mean i'm the villain in the grand scheme of humanity's long-term well-being, you're the bad guy. I could see why you would come to that conclusion. And do you have a repost? The blunt, honest truth is that we're here, and it's too late to do anything about it. And he starts taking off his armor. This didn't start with Abram Erskine injecting me with super soldier serum. It didn't start with Reed Richards building a spaceship. It didn't start with mutants or the gamma bomb. People with superpowers. We're inevitable. This is a wondrous universe filled with astonishing creatures. None more so than humanity. Superheroes, as we're called, we were on the horizon from the very beginning. Then you need to be controlled. Anyone who controls us would use us. So what? You, you don't even bother? We need to control ourselves, each of us, as individuals Working harder to wield our power more responsibly. Can you really be that naive? You think that's all it's gonna take? Now, in the meantime, one of the Meridians is approaching him, and Cap's just nonchalantly taking off his armor, his shield's on the ground. He figures Veronica's got this handle, and she does. She uses her tentacles to to make short work of the of the Meridian. When you were first taught how to kill someone with your bare hands, how did it feel? Powerful? Excited? Or were you terrified at the realization that a life could be taken so easily? That's what this is, or at least what it should be. This kind of power brings with it a duty to wield it only when necessary, and only in defense of the innocent. Coming in hot. Roger that, Tony. We'll meet you at the Overseer's Giant Head. So we cut to that uh, next page, and there they are, the Overseer's Giant Head, and it's Iron Man, holding a injured 51, walking towards it, and then shortly joined by Cap and Veronica behind them. You dare. I am the ultimate evolution of machine kind. I am the future. I am progress made mechanical. I was built to shepherd you silly little humans toward a destiny you can barely imagine. My plans for you are immense. I am the new tech. Yeah, Ultron would eat you alive. You're a bleep. 51's going to have to have a chat with you now. You stay away from me. And then 51 says something which I don't understand. Meridians to me. Veronica, stop him. We had something good, something real. Don't let them do this. I'll make you a queen. I'm already a queen. Bleep. Stay away from me. Stay away. Meridian, save me they're killing your god save me save and then his voice turns into the same dialect of 51 um and then all of a sudden the meridians which came running towards him stop and they're all kind of at a you know frozen standing still um are they why do they stop moving then we hear a new voice meridians you are released and they just fly away got to admit ending this particular jaunt without a big fight is a nice change of pace but we can't just let them go can we i mean they're still a we're not the bad guys and who's there bob there they are the paladins yeah But you're going to treat us like bad guys, aren't you? You're going to throw us in jail. You've got to understand. We can't just let that happen. You know what we got to do, right? Yeah, kid. We know. And then the next page is a uh, uh, over half page splash of them them Mm -hmm. fighting. And we hear Veronica and she's just standing there watching the whole thing. They know they're beaten, but they give it their best shot. It's as admirable as it is stupid. Senator Baker, he recognized their need to be more than what they were when he told me he found our first team. The plans we had for these folks, pitting them against specialty-chosen Hydra squads, getting their names out there, giving them some early wins, they are going to have an easy ride of it. But things change. Plans get rewritten you learn to roll with the punches or you get flattened pity they're relatively nice kids when they when things were going their way fox had the makings of a real leader prima donna could have been one of the greats if she just learned to get over her own insecurities think tank was nothing but potential and pioneer hell i'm still not even sure what pioneer's power is something about ghosts And then this is the two pages of Cap and Iron Man battling them and taking them out. And Vox says, this isn't fair. We weren't given a chance to prove ourselves. And his hands sparkling, but Cap takes his shield and hits it on his forearm. Every second of every day is your chance to prove yourself, kid. Not everyone is cut out for this line of work. Not everyone with the power has a necessary sense of responsibility. There's a young man I could have introduced you to. You'd spend the day with him. You'd understand. Between the jokes and the swinging around, you'd understand. But you don't get to spend the day with that young man. You were tested and found wanting. And Cap punches Vox out. 51, you ready to come back out now? Hello, Mr. Stark. 51? Overseer? I am experiencing an odd sensation. I have corridors and bulkheads and eyes and an overwhelming ambivalence towards the human race. Whether this ambivalence will mutate into something sterner remains, I think, to be seen. I think you should come back to us, 51. I'm sorry, Captain. I need time to process my new state please vacate my being we uh we can't do that i understand your dilemma however it was not a request and then just then the entire floor opens up bob Mm, hey when that happens everyone cap iron man veronica the paladins they all go flying out into the sky because again they were on a helicarrier as they're all falling, uh, you know, Iron Man can fly, but, but not everybody can. So who's helping out? Is Veronica Eden on her glider? And she starts to grab the others. All I wanted to do was make the world a better place. Yeah, I plan to kill every last superhero and supervillain to do it. But there's this whole thing about omelets and eggs that I think is applicable. Point being, my intentions were honorable, even if my methods were downright nasty. That being the case, I really don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Maybe I'm getting soft. Or maybe it just doesn't make sense that the best of them should have to die if the rest of them are still walking around. Alive, he can be the symbol he was always meant to be maybe he can teach them to be better now of course she's referring to cap Mm -hmm. who has a smile on his face as he's looking back at veronica almost like a i'm pleased Mm. if he could spare the time after wiping that smug smile off his face and then we cut to the next page tony stark's apartment days later and Tony's there and there's a knock on the door. Tony comes and there's Steve and his civvies. Got a white t-shirt, some jeans, and he's holding two coffees, Bob. Mm-hmm. Thought you might like the coffee. Thanks. Want to come in? Put the world to rights? Solve all of our problems over a cup of joe? Solve them? No. Talk about them? Sure. You're definitely being weird lately. Steve sits down. The fascist version of me thought we, he had all the answers. I'm determined never to be that presumptuous. Any word on the helicarrier, Veronica? The helicarrier's cloak is proving to be annoyingly effective, and Veronica already gave her new jailers the slip. She'd been trained to disappear. Though with her allies taken down and her enemies closing in, Wherever she is, she's alone. And do you have any idea if she was already a Hydra agent when you got her in the front door at S.H.I.E.L.D.? You know what? I never asked. I doubt she would have been straight with me, even if I had. She's a remarkable person, Steve. But we've known a lot of remarkable people, and we know how they end up. Either wielding the power they're so desperate to seize, or being crushed by it. Now, the whole time this conversation is going on, we see a uh, Veronica Eden wearing a a scarf and a mask and some hat and glasses, and she's walking in in the inner city. She cuts into an alley, and she is. She's all alone. And then coming up behind her, there's a voice. Nowhere to go, Miss Eden. And we turn to the last page and it's a splash. And the whole page is one big panel and it's it's a character standing over her. And she turns around looks and she goes Zemo. Bleep! (laughs) Oh, that's great. We turn to the next page. I'll get to that in a minute. All right, Bob. So, what'd you think? I'm super
1: stoked. Rick. This was uh, this was a great story, and I I really like Veronica Eden.
0: I, I know, don't. Know, she's
1: great, I, right? I don't know where they're going with her. I mean, you know, let's face it. You know, Cap in the past has uh, has helped redeem a number of superheroes,
0: mm-hmm. villains,
1: not villains, but you know, bad guys who went on to become Avengers. Right. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what's in Veronica Eden's future, but who knows? Right. It could could it go in either direction at this point?
0: Well, that's a good point. I mean, you know, let's take a look at those. Right. I mean, there is a point that the, the quirky quartet right in the Avengers was Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver, all right. reformed villains that yeah. Cap led. Um. And uh, and then there's many more over the over the decades uh, or stories I should say. Um, so yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean that's the sort of you know that's that's sort of the the vibe I was getting during her sort of reflection as they were falling through the air and she was using the Doc Ock arms to uh, to to rescue everybody mm-hmm. while Cap was smiling smugly up at her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it could go in a completely different direction.
0: Yeah yeah i she's a she's a fun character uh and i and i like the way this writer landy writes her um and then you know she was introduced in the falcon and winter soldier miniseries which came out uh, a couple years ago and if you have not read that we recommend you do uh you can also check out our, our podcast episode 27 where we uh, we covered the miniseries um so check out podcast 27 if you want to catch um veronica eden's introduction and that writer's uh take on sam and bucky uh but yeah i I agree with you bob she um i think she makes a better villain Mm -hmm. than she would a hero
1: i do as well yeah
0: you know i i think she's more intriguing that way
1: yeah she's got uh, she's got a lot of potential to straddle that line you know sort of an anti-hero anti-hero as well so
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know and always the you know the more interesting villains are the ones who see themselves as heroes
1: absolutely yeah
0: so a couple other things going on inside this issue so the very end um it says captain america will return this april in captain america zero which is uh cool because i think that comes out next week um after this podcast airs, I think this, uh, Captain America zero comes out. So that's good timing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, and also Iron Man's adventures continue this month, Iron Man 18. Um, but then earlier in this issue, there was a double page, um, advertisement, um, this one, which is for Captain America zero. And it says, two captains, two shields, one dream. A new era of Captain America begins here. Captain America Zero. Then it has on the left, the Alex Ross cover of Steve um, kneeling while having some sort of fire come down on top of him. And he's holding his shield above his head to protect himself. And then that's going to be, I think, the Alex Ross cover to the steve rogers series and then on the right hand side is alex ross uh have sam wilson in his uniform and that um in his captain america uniform flying in the night sky and with red wing and you know looks like going over the the new york uh, uh harbor here with the uh, the bridge and everything um and it says Uh, you know who the creators are right so we have uh tochi onyabuchi who's gonna end up being the writer for the sam series colin kelly jackson lansing um i think are the writers for the steve series i could be wrong anyway looking forward to that Mm, so looking forward to it
1: feels like it's been a while
0: right yeah it's been a minute yeah so So here's an interesting question, Bob. And I think this also was asked on the the Facebook group. The last Captain America series for Steve uh, ended, I think it was was issue 30.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, And it was um, volume nine. Yeah. Right. Of Captain America. And it had legacy numbering on it. Uh Uh-huh. But now we've got a Steve series and we have a Sam series. Mm-hmm. Are either of those considered part of the legacy numbering?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think you, yeah, I think you, you addressed this in, in the Facebook group about the Sam series. Probably would not um, because they, they haven't.
0: Well, I corrected myself. Did you? I made, I made a mistake. Yeah, it turns out because uh, I, I, I went and picked up. Um, back when 695 was coming out yeah um they they had a little like an ad you know that showed legacy numbering right for, i remember that yeah yeah and the two sam series were actually part of that legacy number both of them were really yeah yeah so it went um yeah so all new captain america which was that six issue miniseries with sam yeah, yeah. that's part of the legacy numbering and then Sam Wilson, Captain America, which came out in 2015, uh, 1 through 24. That's wow. part of legacy numbering. So what are we up to now?
1: You know, top your th- head.
0: So the last part of the legacy numbering uh, for issue 30 was um, legacy 734. 734, okay. All right. So it'll be interesting to see which of the, these two series Mm -hmm. if you know one or the other or neither or both are Uh, part of uh are part of this legacy numbering maybe you should have Alana smith on maybe yeah you know maybe she can answer that question for i am i am a little confused you
1: know at the uh so it seems like the the sam wilson cap book is coming out uh, earlier
0: one month earlier yes
1: yeah so,
0: um, and listen, the marketing guy me understands that, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Steve is always going to be the more popular book. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have Captain America starved fans, give them the Sam book because the Captain America starved fans will pick it up, mm-hmm. but if you do it second they're less likely to pick it up Hmm, does that make sense
1: yeah it makes sense it makes sense
0: yeah Yeah. i mean if i was a marketing guy for for marvel i would have done the same thing yeah 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 so they have the zero that has both of them then the sam series comes out in may or kicks off in may yeah and the steve series kicks off in june all
1: right and it's uh and and how many issues were they supposed to be i mean yeah, I mean,
0: they, they haven't announced that this is a limited yeah. series. It I seems like a, they're both ongoing series. It seems
1: like they're both ongoing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, listen, Marvel and Disney have to coexist, right? Like they, with Chris Evans no longer being part of the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. Sam uh, and 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 you have Sam Wilson as Captain America in the Marvel cinematic universe you can't have him ignored right yeah you know there's there's a demand there is a demand out there for sam wilson as captain america right uh so it, it would be foolish for marvel to not have a sam cap book yeah um that said you can't not have a steve cap book you know, for too long a time, too long. Right. Right. So, um, so now they're going to coexist, which is strange. It is strange, but. And, And they've made a good point over the last few years of cap referring to others as cap, like the whole United States of Captain America. Yeah. He was like, Hey cap, you know, like he was, calling others captain america right whatever uh, I, yes. you know it's it is what it is i'm not mm-hmm. gonna but i get it yeah
1: yeah yeah i think um yeah, i mean it, it would seem silly i think to like to, to go back to the whole All right, i'm gonna take off this uniform and put back on my you know secret avengers uniform again and you know it's been done um so right. maybe you know
0: try something different you know matt we will all right, so, Bob, uh, we are going to go um, to the 70s. We're going to go back to the 70s, Bob. What do you think about that? All right, let's do it. Uh, you know, right before um, Steve Engelhart took over the book, uh, and I want to say, right, that was with issue 153, in 1972 there was a four issue fill in by writer Jerry Conway and these are kind of throwaway tales mm-hmm. right like people are kind of like eh, you know i mean it was it was right after uh Gary Friedrich did his little run and then Steve Englehart came on and then uh Conway came in and did these four issues I think it'd be fun, Bob, to do issue 149 and 150, which is like a two-part story. And it's it's one of those kooky early 70s stories, Bob. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got Batroc and uh Batroc's Brigade. Okay. Which is yeah. a new brigade, right? Yeah. Uh and then that's in the first part of the story. And then the second part of the story is about uh, these alien race, um, you know, so i have like a space story with a uh, the stranger and Jakar and uh, it just typical early seventies. Yeah. Let's have let, let's have a little fun and go back to to that to that time period.
1: That's all right. I'm breaking out my corduroy bell bottoms for uh, for the next show.
0: oh very awesome. nice. Yeah, very nice. All right. Well, then we will be back for that next episode. Uh, which will be episode 81 all right bob so as always it's been fun wrapping cap with you it has it has and
1: i appreciate it uh (laughs) you know (laughs) you are a nightingale my friend
0: Uh (laughs) uh-huh well bob i i want you to know i i meant every word of that song i appreciate you you are the wind beneath my wings (laughs) Uh, same same bro all right all right well he's bob lucius i'm rick verbonis and you've been listening to another episode of the captain america comic book fans podcast